0: This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. The best way to think about therapy is through a bunch of analogies. We get oil changes for our cars to prevent bigger issues down the road. We see the doctor or go to the gym to take care of our bodies to prevent injury and disease. Going to therapy is like all of the above. It's routine maintenance for your mental and emotional wellness to prevent bigger issues down the road. Going to therapy doesn't mean something's wrong with you. It means you're investing in yourself to keep your mind healthy. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't ever have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Why invest in everything else and not your mind? This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And the Lavender Woman listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com lavender. That's B-E-T-T E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash lavender. Welcome to the Lavender Woman's Podcast. Thank you for joining a group of people determined to become more refined, grace-filled, and graceful, purpose-filled, and purposeful. Each episode, we recite an affirmation, and we plant seeds of lavender. Not sure what that means? It's simple. We take that seed of lavender, usually one word, and we water and nurture it until it takes root and begins to grow and manifest in our lives. Light a candle, rub on some essential oils, and grab a notebook. We're about to get started. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Lavender Woman's Podcast. Um, How have y'all been? (laughs) I know it's been a while. Actually, September of 2021 is the last time that I recorded here. Um, And if you listen to that episode, then you know life got them hands. You know, I have been going through a great transition. And also, I just don't believe in recording if I don't have anything meaningful to say. Um, There's Tons of podcasts that um, you know go on rants and rambles and tangents, and that's just not how I choose to nurture this platform. So, with that being said, today's episode is very brief. Um, it's mo- much more like an impromptu episode. That this was just something that was on my heart, and I hope that it resonates with you um, as we navigate through today's topic. So if you're listening to this episode, this episode um, will air on Valentine's Day, right? February 14th. But this topic actually um, was laid on my heart and in my spirit over the weekend leading up to Valentine's Day. So a little background. Clearly I am single now and one of my closest girlfriends, like my sis um, is also single. So instead of being bitter, about Valentine's Day, right? We decided to spend the entire weekend together, kind of doing something different every day. Nothing spectacular. You know, we didn't even want to take up space in the restaurants, you know, while couples were having, you know, dinner, this that, and the other. So we ordered takeout on Friday. You know, Saturday, we ran some errands and did some shopping. Sunday is kind of just more of a chill day. And um, you know, Monday we'll see what happens, right? But over the course of this weekend, um, when we were eating our takeout and watching Netflix and just having our uh heart to heart and sister to sister discussions, um a friend hit her up, you know, to be company for a little bit and she said, Okay, cool, we're just chilling and then they brought someone with them and um I've met this person maybe Two or three times prior, but I had never bought, um, met the person that they that tagged along with them. And we found ourselves in a conversation talking about men, women, relationships, singleness, marriage, divorce, happiness, uh, all of the all of the things, right? And everyone in this conversation has been married and divorced and one person in this conversation out of the four is remarried, okay? So just to give you a little background on um, kind of where everyone is in their in their lives concerning relationships. So we began this conversation, which started out, um, I felt a very... Um, it could have been a very healthy conversation. I believe it, it began organically, but then it kind of took a turn um at some point. And that conversation is what sparked this episode. Um, within that conversation, the person whom I had never met that tagged along with, you know, my friend's friend basically told me and my closest girlfriend that we were not happy because we were single and that we wouldn't be happy until we were in a relationship. And, you know, he listed all the reasons and he listed all of the things. And then he proceeded to tell us that we knew nothing, nothing about life, nothing about relationships, nothing about nothing. Granted, everyone in the room is pushing 40 or a little over 40. And I took great offense to that because, as an almost 38 year old with a daughter graduating from high school and has been accepted into um, the college of her choice and being in an 18 year relationship and taking care of family members um, on their deathbeds and navigating life. Sir, I just met you an hour ago. I am not going to explain to you my life experiences or what I know that I know. Um, you gave a very, very unwarranted opinion of someone's life that you don't even know. So that's kind of when the conversation began to take a turn, and you know, my girlfriend and I are just going back and forth with them about that's not true. You can definitely be happy in singleness and singlehood, and. That happiness actually doesn't come from another person; it comes from within. And they disputed that. You know, they they argued that point and they defended it with their life. That no, uh, uh, you you are happy because of who you're with, and that happiness comes from another person. And I'm like, no, your happiness is something that starts within. Of course, a partner, a mate, you know, um, a a spouse can contribute to that happiness just as your children can, just as your friends can, just as your parents can, right? But it's ultimately an inside job. You know, as we were spending our Valentine's as a Galentine celebration, having this, what turned to be very toxic conversation, um, really made me realize that That's how a lot of men view single women, that we're bitter and we're miserable and that we're unhappy. And I'm not stating that that cannot be true, right? It's it's duality. Two things can be true at once, but you cannot have that be a blanket statement for all women or vice versa. Women feel that way towards men, right? So it really got me thinking. And as I'm having this conversation with them, and as I'm thinking back to the four years that I've been in therapy and all the work that I've done internally to get to a place where I am happy within and to get to a place where I'm less reactive and to get to a place where I'm not bothered by others' opinions, I may stand up for myself, but I'm not bothered in the way in which I was prior to the healing journey that I have been on for the last several years, right? It really made me realize that for Valentine's Day, I as a single woman, or if I was a woman in a relationship with a man or a partner or whomever I choose as my mate Or if I was still in my marriage and I was encountering these type of mindsets and mind frames, bro, I don't need you to go to Jared. Don't go buy me a heart-shaped pendant. I need you to go to therapy. Go to therapy. To conclude that in this particular situation, the two women that were being referred to myself and my friend whom are educated women, whom have navigated marriage, divorce, um, single motherhood, singleness, um, running households, and just navigating terrain that was foreign and unknown to them. It was very hurtful. It was very um, it was very toxic to say that we will not be happy until we are in a partnership with another person. I've worked very hard to secure my happiness, to um, secure my joy, to increase my peace. And to have a blanket statement made like that just really helped me understand why I haven't moved into another relationship quickly. It helps me to understand why I feel like I don't fit in in the current state of the world in regards to dating and courtship and things. Things are totally different than it was 18 years ago when um, I was single before, right? I've noticed a a um a pattern amongst people that um is very much different than what I was used to. You know, as a Southern woman, as a kind of traditional woman. I don't want to say I'm completely traditional because I'm not. I don't come, you know, I don't conform to the, you know, gender roles and all of that type of thing. But I am traditional in the sense that I want to be courted properly. I want to be dated. You know, I expect my doors to be opened. I, you know, uh, just expect respect and um, for you to meet me halfway. And that's not what I have been exposed to (laughs) in the last year. It's just really, the energy is really, really weird. And, you know, the defense of that conversation was, well, we're alpha males and women don't know how to respect alpha males. And, you know, you have to let me lead and you have to trust me what I say and what I say goes and this and the other. And in actuality, that's not what an alpha male is at all. I feel from my personal experience as a woman in this world as a black woman specifically is that most women do honor love respect and appreciate an alpha male but most men use their alpha characteristics or traits to be assholes there's a distinct difference between being an alpha male, being an alpha male and just straight up being an asshole because even as an alpha male you understand that your partner's input is valuable. You understand that your partner's input is needed, right? That she will go with you to the ends of the earth if she feels seen, loved, and heard. And so the rebuttal to that statement was, women don't know how to articulate. As a writer... As a poet, as a podcast host, I feel I articulate very well what I've noticed in these conversations with quote-unquote alpha males, they won't allow you to articulate because oftentimes what you say goes against who they claim they are. So I stated in that moment, in order for a woman to articulate her feelings to have an opinion, to have input. She first has to feel safe. And you know, safe for most men translate as, I'm not abusive. I've never laid a hand on a woman in my life. Feeling safe is not always about physical. Feeling safe could be, am I emotionally safe with you? Can I trust that what I say It's going to be met with empathy, compassion, love, compromise. That's what feeling safe means to me. If I feel safe with you, I can tell you anything. And so that conversation had me like, hoodwinked and and bamboozled. I just I couldn't believe the conversation that I was having in that moment. I just I couldn't believe it. And I'm still it's been a couple of days and you know I still feel like I'm processing that conversation because women can articulate. Women will articulate. So you have to, whether you're male, female, um, whether you do not gender conform, however you identify, right? You have to ensure a safe space for your partner. And what I realized, you know, from my own marriage is that oftentimes it's hard to have clear communication because you are on a completely different frequency than your mate. So it doesn't matter what you say or how you say it, they're never going to hear you. They're never going to hear you. So getting back to the, we won't be happy until we're in a relationship I beg to differ. I know a ton of people in relationship that are not happy. And I know a ton of people in singleness that are happy. As well as the vice versa. I know tons of people in relationship who are happy. And I know tons of people in singleness who are not happy. That goes back to that duality, right? That two things can be true at once. But it's not something that should just be thrown out as a weapon against those who are choosing singleness against settling. I've been told, you know, within the last year that I'm too picky. I have my, my standards are too high. My boundaries are too thick and that that man does not exist. And I'm willing to bet you that he does. And I'm willing to wait until I meet him. I'm willing to stick to the script of my life and what I long for and what I desire. There can absolutely be happiness in waiting. You, you have to believe me on this. So I wanted to just share three um, kind of mantras, I guess. If you are in a waiting period, right? But you are maintaining your happiness. You're maintaining your joy, your peace. And you know, I've done um, several episodes Around joy on this podcast. And my personal definition of joy, which I have tatted on my body, is joy is gladness, not based on circumstance. So even if you're not in the best circumstance being single, you can still have happiness and joy and peace. So the three mantras I wanted to share with you, the three kind of tools that I wanted to give you, the three things that I've learned on this journey from marriage to singlehood to maintain while you are waiting because we're not settling in this season despite what any what anyone says. We are in a period of waiting and that's okay. The first I want to share with you is in the moments you're forced to wait, prepare. When we rush from one thing to the next, you haven't even given your your heart time to heal, right? You haven't given your mind time to to recover you haven't given your body time to receive so while you are waiting prepare go to therapy hit the gym read the books right do whatever that is for you that could be taking a cooking class that could be starting a new tradition in your household with your kids with your family it could mean several different things um preparing is perspective, right? It's whatever that looks and feels like to you. But I encourage you to prepare while you're waiting so that you can be ready to receive all that is lined up and in store for you. The second one would be having to wait is currently teaching me to open up to the concept that things can happen for my own good and with my best interest in mind. Listen, I am the first to admit that I can be a negative Nancy, right? A Debbie Downer since I have been thrust into this uh, this, this new life. Um, every day I'm on the phone with my homegirl like, girl, this is ghetto. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't want to be here. I didn't ask for this. It's ghetto. But you have to kind of transform your mind, right? The Bible talks about that in John, about transforming your mind, about renewing your mind, not conforming, but renewing and transforming, right? So I do believe that in my current weight, that things are lining up to happen for my good and with my best interest in mind and that I deserve it. That's the part right there. Oftentimes when we hit storms in our life, we feel like, we don't deserve good things. It's like, okay, if this is where I am, then it must be for a reason. And yes, sometimes we don't need to look at. So when you're going through a storm, don't always look at the weather, but sometimes look at your decisions. We are all here for a reason, right? But that doesn't mean that you don't deserve the good. That is going to happen to you, That is lined up for you, that it's destined for you, that you are manifesting in your life. You deserve it, sis. You deserve it, bro. You do. Always know that things are working out for your good. Lastly is stagnancy isn't punishment. It is realignment. Um, Alignment has kind of been the word of the year for me in my personal life, in my work with my children, with my friends. Alignment is very important to me this year. So although you may feel stagnant in your current position, whether, and this is not just about relationships, right? This is about wherever you are. You may feel that your money is stagnant right now. You may feel that the relationship with your parents are stagnant right now, right? Whatever that translates to you as, it's not a punishment. But it's a period of realignment. What are some areas of your life that you need to take a look at? Because you've been out of sorts, because you haven't been in alignment, right? I have been off my meditation and wellness practice. I haven't been, you know, committed to it as I have in the past. Alignment. I need to get back on that because that helps keep my mind clear. That helps keep my body clear, this season that you in, that you are in, is not punishment, but it is allowing you to become realigned. All in all, as I stated, this was a very impromptu conversation of just something that had been weighing on my heart since this conversation a couple of days ago. And I just want to encourage anyone who is navigating. A new season, a difficult season, a challenging season, a, a season that you feel is um, desolate or 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 um, feel like you're in a in a desert. Right? I promise you, water is near nearby. I promise you that things will get better. I promise you that it will not be like this always. I have felt every emotion. I have gone through all five stages of grief. I have done all the things, right? And so now I wait. But as I wait, I prepare. As I wait, I know that I deserve the good things that are going to happen to me. And as I wait, I understand that my waiting is not punishment, but an opportunity for me to realign. Every episode, I leave you guys with a meme, affirmation, and a seed of lavender. This episode is no different. The meme that I ran across seemed so fitting. And the meme was actually about love. So I kind of took that meme and I made it more about happiness because the focal point of that conversation that we found ourselves in is that we will not be happy until we're in a relationship. So I took the word love and I replaced it with happiness, but nonetheless, this meme was very fitting for this conversation, for this episode, for this topic. It states, happiness comes from you, not to you. You feel it from within. You don't receive it from outside. Once you know this, it will always be there. And so if you replace happiness with the original word love, it goes, love comes from you, not to you. You feel it from within. You don't receive it from outside. Once you know this, it is always there. You that that. First word can be very interchangeable, right? You can have love there, happiness. You can replace that word with joy. You can replace it with peace. You can replace it with solitude. You can replace it with whatever fits best for you and your life and where you are currently, knowing that you won't always be there, that you know, you're know you going to move into greater things, right? But for this episode, the the best fitting word was happiness. The affirmation for this week is I am whole with or without a partner. People use singleness as a weapon against you. Like, what's wrong with you if you're still single? Oh, some you must be crazy. Oh, something's wrong with you. You're attractive, you're educated, you have a good job, you're a great mother, you're independent. You're reliable. Why are you single? Mm, Yeah, yeah, something wrong with you. That's why you're single. Don't allow singleness to be used as a weapon of mass destruction against you, your life, your sanity, your heart, your peace, right? You are whole with or without a partner. Having a, a partner, a mate, a spouse does not make you whole. You are whole first. And the hope is that two whole people will come together to form a union and a partnership in which they work together collectively and individually to meet their goals. Affirmation, you are whole with or without a partner. The seed of lavender for this week. So what is a seed of lavender? It is a word that we nurture. It's a seed that we plant and we water and we nurture until it takes root in our lives, right? So that seed for this week is wholeness. Because I feel in order to be happy, in order to have joy, In order to have the peace that you long for, you have to get it down in your spirit that you are whole. Even if you're going through a divorce, you're whole. It may hurt, but you're whole. Even if you're navigating a challenging time, you are whole. I really hope that this episode connects with who it needs to, because it was on my spirit to record this. And I had actually said, oh, I'm not doing it. I, I don't want to record right now. I'm just trying to, you know, get myself together and I just I don't want to record right now I'll, I'll start back up in the spring and my spirit said no you have to record this someone needs to hear these words so for whoever this episode is for I hope it finds you I hope you shared this episode with someone who may be going through a challenging time I hope that what was placed on my heart connects with yours. I don't know when I'll record again, guys. I'm just being completely um, transparent and candid here. I hope to get back into a normal recording um, mode this year. But even if you don't hear from me for a while, know that I'm always thinking of you. I'm always keeping my listeners in my thoughts and in my prayers and just hoping that you guys are are doing the best you can. In this season, show up for yourself. Love you guys. Take care.